What's up, what's up everyone? Welcome to another week of the GoLink Show. My name is Ben, the host and founder of GoLink. GoLink is a supportive community of growth junkies and life learners embracing weekly challenges. Each week we find a new way to level up and learn something new. So it could be a cold shower, waking up at 5 a.m., a kind act, taking yourself on a date, journaling, meditating, various fitness activities, and much more. These challenges are inspired by mission-driven brands that align with our values. So if you're crazy like me and you love to level up and you're always looking for ways to evolve and grow and step into your fullest potential, then GoLink is just for you. Join us every week on social media to participate in these weekly challenges. Embrace the challenge with me at GoLink Group. The GoLink Show, this podcast, recounts experiences from life enthusiasts with a unique perspective. So they could be a mother, a teacher, business owner, coach, entrepreneur, somebody with many years of experience, or someone just stepping into their arena. Wherever they are in life's journey, we all have a story to tell. So we delve into the struggles that we come across during our journey. How do we find the will to make it through? What role does failure play in our lives? What tools and lessons have we learned from those difficult experiences? Let's talk about the process and not just the result. We discuss this and much more in the show. Thanks for tuning in. What's up, gang? You guys are in for a treat this week because my friend Alex McKinley's on the show and we have a challenge, a bomb-ass challenge with Blender Bomb. So make sure you stay tuned for after the interview, after the meaningful conversation to hear what our challenge is because it's pretty dope and we're giving a giveaway. So my friend Alex, based in Indianapolis, she's a fitness trainer, but more than that, she energizes you, she empowers you, and you will feel that in this interview. We talk about detesting average, being motivated by death, tips to avoid overcoming comparison, especially on social media. I really love her her tools and strategy for overcoming this. We talk about biohacking and what that means, why fasting, not eating food is important, cryotherapy and exposing yourself to the cold, why she works out with music, and she even challenges me to have fun. This was a really dope conversation, so get ready, get your mind right, let's go. All right, Alex, how are you? How I'm, are you this wonderful morning? I'm great. How are you? I'm really <laughs> excited. I know. I'm I'm way excited. How many podcasts have you done in the past? Um, like two. Two, okay. But regardless, you're just in your energy and your excitement exudes regardless. Have you been like that your oh, entire yes. life? Um, in a way, I think I've definitely had an energy overall since I was younger, just from playing sports and being active and loving to play outside and just kind mm-hmm. of always wanting to run around and go all over the place. But now I think I've honed my energy a little bit more so I can mm. give it in a way that can provide more value to others. It's kind of not just like blind energy, which may have like been what it was in the past a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> so it's more of not like a shotgun energy. You're like a sniper or a rifle Ooh, energy. Yes. Sniper energy. <laughs> Dude, that could act, that actually sounds like a cool like supplement or something. Yo, it does. <laughs> Just like pinpoint the energy. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, because that is mm-hmm. honestly something I do struggle with is focus. Because mm-hmm. I think my energy sometimes does mm-hmm. get a little bit too out of control or I just am so excited about <laughs> yeah. doing a whole bunch of different things. Like I've been looking forward to this for a few days now and I'm just like was, was thinking about it in the car yeah. like on my last few car rides. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it's about kind of hopefully being able to put my energy towards a little bit more like focused subjects. Yeah. Are you a seven on the Enneagram? Yeah. 
That makes sense. Whoa, I am. What yeah. is that? Um, enthusiast. The enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah. If you were anything else, I'd be surprised. I heard what sevens and threes are close. I'm not too familiar on them, but I honestly, now that I know, I recently just took. Okay, cool. Took the. So I'm a three. So as far oh. as like similar as in personality. Maybe. Is that what you mean? So yeah. So three is an achiever. So we just like to get crap done. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's where our value comes from is like achieving. Like I like literally I don't. I've worked on this a lot, but if I don't get something done in a day, I'm like, what did I just do? Like oh, with man. my life, I need you to hang out with me more because then you can help <laughs> me get things done yeah. and I'll help you understand that it's not the end of the world. If exactly. you don't get it done in a day. Yeah. So I think, and then I'm also, my wing is like a two, which is a helper. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. So like, so I also like to, um, just like, right. I've also worked on this a lot because there's like the pro and the cons of everything. Right. Right. Like, no type is better or worse than the other. We're oh, totally. all beautiful yeah. people out here. Exactly. <laughs> but yes. So that's me. Enough about me. Oh. Everyone's heard enough about me. <laughs> but anyway, so why I really connected with you in our first conversation over the phone um, is because you said that you might have said exactly like you detest average or you said you didn't want to be average at all. Mm -hmm. Where does that come from and what does that mean to you? So I know we, t we talked on the phone for mm. like maybe 10 minutes and we had to stop ourselves because mm. we we're like, oh, wait, let's save this for the podcast. <laughs> yep. And so I was really <laughs> excited just based off of that conversation alone. Um, but I just find that why would you live your life any other way other than trying to pursue exactly what you're passionate about or trying to, you know, make a difference, which I understand, like we said, like all people are different. Like mm -hmm. some people don't have the the personalities to want to go out and talk to a bunch of people and impact them that way. But you can still impact people um, kind of like no matter your own personality characteristics, mm -hmm. I think. So just for me, um, I just don't want to be average because I, like I said in my why, like I just know that like tomorrow is not promised. And so I want to do as much as I can today to make a difference or to better myself in any way that I can so mm -hmm. that I can be better for when I do come in contact with people and mm -hmm. through my job, just even like as a personal trainer as well, like you take on the energies and the stories and the days of so many of everyone that you see when you teach a class, right? It's they come in bringing their baggage from their day, no matter mm -hmm. what happened. Um, and so you kind of have to like take that and always show up for them though, regardless, like they can show up for you in whatever state they may be in, you know, like the most important part is they, sh they show up, you know? So I'll take your, your bad attitude today because you were in a car accident or like you had a flat tire mm -hmm. or you just, didn't have a great day. Um, but you're expecting a certain energy from me every single time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of having those like expectations, um, on myself that makes me want to just pursue greatness every day. I love that. And was there a time in your life that you weren't like this? Yeah, it's taken a while to develop. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, I was always encouraged and supported by my parents and everything growing up. So that of course is, immense in I think my own growth journey uh essentially but I like went to college and like had a great time was mm -hmm. in a sorority like did the whole party thing would skip classes would not eat great would stay up late would go out yep. you know the whole the whole shebang so <laughs> 
which it was a time in my life that like was great. Like I had some, like I have great memories that I will cherish from Mm -hmm. that. But since I do value my health, that's kind of, I think where it comes from. Mm. Um, Cause I see people who are, who strive for greatness and, you know, like, and they're in finance or something that doesn't have to do directly with like your health. For real though. But I think since that is what I am so passionate about also, it's like, it kind of just goes hand in hand, mm-hmm. you know, like wanting to be better physically transitions to wanting me to be better mentally and emotionally and spiritually and everything. So, yeah, well, and it's how I look at it is like whatever makes you happy, like work hard at the things that come easy. Yes. Right. And so for you, it's fitness and health and someone could be finance or someone is like, man, I want to be the best dad or the best mom. So true. You Mm -hmm. know, or like some people like, um, like a podcast I did, um, a few days ago, like her passion is like teaching and helping like poverty and like, kids in a situation so they can get out of it right right like yeah that would be fulfilling for me but that's not like ultimately what I want to be great totally. at which is so cool that everyone does have something programmed in themselves mm-hmm. that is just inherent that they want to help in this specific way um although it's nice to obviously explore other avenues like personally I would love to volunteer more um it's something that I need to do I actually have a friend who reached out to me about volunteer opportunities that I need to jump on myself but I do think it's so cool yeah and even being the best parent they can be you know mm-hmm. like people grow up just envisioning them themselves getting married and having kids and like mm-hmm. that is their you know on their vision board or whatever their vision is for their future and and then they pursue it and then they mm-hmm. be the best that they can be at it and I think like regardless of what that is yeah just find out what that is yeah. and then you can start to slowly build on getting to the place where you want to be with it. Yeah. What do you, what are your thoughts on this actually? Because right back in the day, women, it was like, you were like, you, you know, most, mostly like you stay in the home, you're a mother. Mm -hmm. And now it's in my viewpoint that it's swung to the other side where there's almost kind of shaming for people who do want to do that. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on just this whole conversation? So I think you can definitely, well, obviously do more as women now, but mm. there is definitely like the overcorrecting of, yeah, like kind of bleeding over into that side of, oh, I'm so, you know, women p- empowerment motivated that if I see this stay at home, like people still want to be stay at home moms yeah. too. You know what I mean? Like that's a job in itself. My mom's best friend, um, She lives in Memphis. She has been a stay-at-home mom like her whole, you know, married life and everything since she's had kids. But she works her ass off. She mows their – they have, like, I think, like, 10 acres or something like that. So she mows that every time, like, by herself. She does all the yard work. She gets all the kids together. They have, like, four kids. So she does every single thing, which is a job in itself, you Mm -hmm. know. So I think people need to take more consideration into, you know, the jobs you actually do at home. Because mm-hmm. sometimes they can be more taxing and more, you know, emotionally draining than sitting at a desk and being a business mom, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I definitely think there's give and take there for sure. But I do think it's really cool that like these working moms can still go out and work. And now companies are starting to get more mm-hmm. behind the concept of, you know, maternity leave and paternity leave as well, which I think is really cool too. So I just think women 
can do whatever they want. And like, you know, we, we don't need to be put in a box between being a business exactly and or a stay at home mom. We can be both and kill it. Yes. And that's, yeah, I love that because like men, we're not like, okay, you can't like work and then you can't go be a good dad or you can't, you know, like you can do whatever you want. You can Mm -hmm. be both. You can be it all. Right. And it it used to be such a thing of where it was like, Oh, the, the father figure, whoever that would be, would maybe be late working. And so they wouldn't be able to Mm -hmm. go to the kids events and things like that. But Mm -hmm. when you do have parents who kind of share those responsibilities, they can also share the responsibilities of showing up for their children too. You know, like it's, it's give and take in both aspects, I think for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so what inspired, like, what was the pivotal moment? Um, you know, we're both, we're both young, we can admit, but in our, in our young lives, in our young lives, what was the pivotal moment for you that just changed your mind? If any, just like, okay, like I want to like, just be great and just like attack every day because every day, like you said, could be your last. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts, um, just on that because when I was in school or when I was in college, my junior year, one of my best friends, uh, passed away, um, just unexpectedly. No one was really ready for it or didn't see it coming or anything. She just was the brightest light in the room, mm-hmm. like everywhere she went, which tends to be the case um, a lot of times, I think. So going through that whole experience and just even having – so, which I – understand that people lose people all the time but this particular situation was the first time I've lost somebody like really close to me um and I was very involved in it as well too um so having lost someone that I like saw as being one of my best friends forever being in my wedding everything you know just made me completely like put a halt on anything that I was really doing in my life and like made me reconsider it so much more um granted it was junior year in college so I still had like a whole other actually it was like the beginning of it too so I was pretty much just halfway through college Mm -hmm. um but like there's not a day that goes by where I don't think that exact way it's like I don't know if I'm gonna wake up tomorrow so I need to do the best that I can do today And I need to do what I want to do today because, you know, tomorrow isn't promised. You know, I lost a friend and she, like, I'm 25 now and she never, like, isn't going to see anything past 20. So it's like now I'm living for two and I feel like I have to, you know, make it count, like, in everything that I do, really. And, of course, I slip up and, like, I have my faults and nobody's perfect (laughs) and I sleep in and I miss workouts (laughs) and I, you know, like, but... It doesn't matter because my intention is pure and my goals, you know, will will stay changing. But like the whole just like message behind everything is is that and it's her. And I know that like now that I have her around me at, at all times, you know, why should I be selfish and wanting her to still be here with me? Mm. Like I should I should be thankful that I got that time with her that I did. And now I get to know that she gets to be with all of my friends who are all over the country and the world, you know, and like all of her best friends from high school and everything too, and her parents and her family. And it it just completely puts a different perspective on my life. And especially in like the mental health aspect too, because that's what she struggled with and um, what eventually led to her passing away too. And so I find that 
I have an a, like particularly soft spot or like I like I really want to like get to the root cause of maybe somebody's unhappiness. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I am so immersed in this health and wellness and fitness and and everything because I think it can just contribute so much to your mental health in general overall, which can save your life, you know? Mm-hmm. That's really, that's really empowerful or powerful. I like how you said that you're living for two. I don't think I've, I've ever heard that. That's very interesting. Like, so do you really like, is there, do you think about her every day? Yeah. Every, I, I think about her every single day or I'm reminded of, of her every day mm. in some way. Like yeah. I swear. And I personally, I also love nature and I love to be connected into nature and everything. Mm. And that's where I feel her the most as well. Mm. Um, and so like we were talking about earlier, five years ago, it is kind of around the anniversary time of her passing. And it's every year since then, the changing of the seasons from spring into fall, just like, like the, the extra breeze in the trees yeah, and like the extra, cool. you know what I mean? Like the cooling down of everything. Just like I, it gives me chills to even like think <laughs> or talk about because I yeah. truly do feel her through nature a lot. Um, and then I'll just see little signs of her wherever I go. And my friends and I were kind of all on the same page with that too. So we'll send each other Snapchats. Um, if we see those little cranes, uh, cause cranes, like are very, the paper cranes, mm-hmm, like, okay. paper cranes, like they're uh-huh. very symbolic. Um, and when, she passed away actually in our sorority. A lot of her friends from home um, in a suburb of Chicago sent us a thousand um, of those like paper origami cranes and they wow. were all on like strings. And so like they sent us all of them at the same time, um, which is like, means I think it means like, an, like another thousand years of life. So them sending that to us and then, and then I swear anywhere we go, oh, thanks. <laughs> anywhere we go, Somehow we'll see like a crane or I had um, one of my best friends was abroad and she saw like a little tiny pink crane on a bench randomly one day. Like it's just, just chilling, just chilling. Mm-hmm. And it's just these tiny little things that make me know that she's around me still. So, yeah, that's so cool. That that really is powerful because, of course, it's traumatic, especially like in that moment. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, like we would rather have her here. However, that experience has obviously taught you so much. Right. Right. And if you look at like how you're living your life, like every single day that like, you think and are motivated by here because she's not here. I mean, she's here, mm-hmm. but right. not live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like you're physically experiencing this human life, mm-hmm. like in almost in like in memory and dedication to her, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and we talked about on the phone last week, like being motivated by death. And I think, um, that's a scary thing or that. Yeah. Just like when you, when we literally say like, we are going to die. Right. And I just pause period. You know, it's like, whoa, like dude, Ben, what are you talking? Like, that's kind of like dark. However, I think it's one of the most motivating it's dark, things. dark, but it, I mean, it can maybe be seen as dark, but it's a fact. Yeah, like, We're it's not a fact. getting out of this alive, guys. Like, yeah. Sorry yeah. <laughs> to let you know, but. Yeah. It like, it really does motivate me so much. And like, really? Yeah. So I totally, you know, I don't have that same experience. And, but I hope people listening, if you don't have that experience, you don't have to wait for that experience. Right. For you to because and also you can 
prepare yourself to because you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like as you get older there will be people that are going to die around you so it is like something you can prepare for honestly um instead of being so afraid of death or afraid of you know anything bad happening in your life to where you're gonna have to like emotionally level up it's like prepare yourself now because you never know what could happen. People live in a very unhealthy way. And so those people mm-hmm. who do live in an increasingly unhealthy way day to day, like it's going to add up, you know, people don't think about it though. Like really like your thoughts, what you eat, anything who you're around, like all of that is just slowly, slowly compounding. It really is. It, it completely is. And there's no use in running away from things that make you feel, you know, and I feel mm. like a lot of the time too, it's like, oh, like, oh, I'm scared of death or I can't even think about if this person died. Like, I don't even know what I would do. It's yeah. like, true, of course, like we obviously wouldn't wish that or like yeah. anything, obviously. But at the same time, it's like, you need to be secure enough with yourself to know that you're not going to spiral down this a, a path you don't want to go down if someone close to you does die, you mm-hmm. know? Like you need to be there for your family, for whoever needs you there, like you need to be a strong person. And I think that's something true that after that happened, it's like, I want to be a strong person that people can be around. So if there is an emergency situation, I can hop in and I can help instead of freezing or being scared or running away. It's like, Mm -hmm. I want to jump in and do what I can do if anything to help the situation. Yeah. Do you, so I'm the same way and like, especially I get, I'm motivated that with my parents as far as whether it's especially financially, mm-hmm. like I just want to be the person who's just like, no doubt I got you. Like one of, oh, like one of my affirmations or things that I manifest like in the morning, they don't know this, but whatever I'm going to say it, that I picture and envision myself taking like paying for my family to take them to a like Newport beach yeah. vacation. Like every, almost every single day, like I envision it and it just like feels so good. Yeah. Um, I just want to be like, kind of what you said, like I want to be that person that can be relied on. However, have you ever had, how do you feel? Like, are you okay asking for help still? Cause that's been my struggle of like, I want to be strong and I can do it myself versus, Hey, I need help too. Mm-hmm. So I could, uh, probably be better at that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I do like to do things myself in my own way, <laughs> yeah. sort of. But I could I could be better <clears throat> about asking for help, um, especially kind of like in the past, I think. But now, since I have been exploring this personal growth, you know, journey, mm-hmm. I've been genuinely surrounding myself with people who I know for a fact will be there to help yeah. and who I have conversations with on a daily basis who that helps me every time in a mm, little in yeah. a little way even if I don't know it you know what I mean so luckily like I've been able to start kind of creating my create my circle I guess just of people who yeah we do actually talk about more productive things and so if there is something you know deeper I'm going through like I totally have the utmost confidence in explaining what that is and kind of like hashing it out if I need to mm-hmm. um but yeah, I do like to be the helper a lot. So it is nice to <laughs> yeah. know, get some help. <laughs> For real though. Um, so I saw one of your Instagram posts 
And I think this is like the technical term to be unfuckwittable. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's the scientific actual terminology. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what does that mean to you? Oh, man. Because like if because if you just read it, it's like, what? Like, what are you saying? You know, right. like I understand it. But what does it mean to you? Right. It's just like. Especially these days where everything is so social media driven and so aesthetically driven that you're like the second you wake up in the morning and you check your phone like most people like probably everyone almost does. It's like you see things on your Instagram or on your page and you're just like you feel automatically bad about yourself or you you can Mm. feel bad about yourself if you're in that headspace of comparison. Right. So it's just about doing enough things for yourself and like literally mentoring your own self. Not like, I guess, mentoring yourself, but like using the re- the available resources, no, like going I, through that. I like that, mentoring yourself. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's kind of like you just need to be slowly doing things for yourself every day that will give you that, you know, emotional strength to not be phased by what people could say online to you or what people could say in person to you. Because you don't know what someone else is going through in their head. Like throughout this, um, throughout my efforts of kind of um, – putting myself out there more a little bit on social media, just kind of like giving people a look into the different things that I'm interested in and like my daily antics and my life in general. Um, I've heard like what people say about me, even if it's just a friend I see when I'm out and they're just Mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, my friend was telling me that you did this Mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Like, even if it might have a little bit of like a make fun of me kind (laughs) of uh, connotation to it or like, negative I'm like one I always take it as a compliment because at least I know what I'm putting out there and I'm putting out things that are hopefully going to positively inspire and you know encourage people to do things that are better for their health in general right Mm -hmm. so I know that regardless of what it was you still read it and you still saw it like I don't care if you made fun of me for it I don't care whatever Mm -hmm. your thoughts were but like you still got that tiny little nugget of positivity in your life so jokes Uh on you (laughs) (laughs) I actually like that it's kind of like hey even if yeah even if it's like even your, if you screenshot it and send it to your friends, yeah. like to make fun of in your group chat, like, hey, they're like, you probably have friends in that group chat seeing mm-hmm. you do that, that are like, yo, like, that's actually a good message, though. <laughs> or yeah. like, like, what was the point of using, you know, so mm-hmm. I just don't feel as phased by that anymore, um, which has taken some time to get up to. I used to care a lot more what people thought about me. Um, and that's just something, once again, that you have to work on on a daily basis. But it's so nice to know that, like, you can, I can be totally me, which is unique to the whole universe because there hasn't mm-hmm. been another person like me. Yep. So I can be unique to myself in a more like confident way now that I know like, okay, people can say whatever they want, but my intention is pure and true and mm-hmm. me. So I can deliver it however I want to really. I like that. So how, cause I think this is, it's not easy to to get over comparisons so like how did you practice because right. it's work right it's and it's still practice right. it's Gosh. just like you go mm-hmm. to it's, you go to the gym every day to stay healthy you just don't go once and you're done right so what what is the practice that you do to work through those comparisons so through college and through having like boyfriends and things uh-huh. and through having trust issues and through all of that I made an effort and that you just kind of do this with like one person at a time. And it is situational, you know, because you're always going to have those specific people who you see online and you're like, well, like I could do that too. Or like she is like kind of wearing an outfit that like I wore once maybe 
or just like you just create these situations in your head, yeah. right? So what I like to do is just in my head, I like to see that person and I will like go to their page and I'll literally like compliment them or I'll say like, mm. wow, that's such cute after like, that's a really good message or like, she's killing it or you know what I mean? And in I'll your like, head or you actually comment or message? Sometimes both. Okay. Sometimes both, mostly in my head because it could maybe be seen as like me trying to be fake yeah. if I'm sending a comment to kind of maybe a, a random person or someone I haven't talked to in a while but still had those like feelings about. So it's it's mainly in my head just for myself. That's cool. But um, I'll genuinely try and just look at their page and say, you know what, she is killing air. Like she is really unique in this way or like he um, like has a really good message about this particular point and so I'll try and just put myself in a place of like complimenting them and saying mm. and once again just understanding that like everyone goes through shit in their lives you know so I don't know what anyone else is really going through unless they offer it up to me mm. which even at that are they telling you the full story <laughs> you know yeah so I try and do that um there was actually a situation like in college where there were like some trust issues and basically one of my boyfriends was like had this like a side chick if you will mm -hmm. but who knows maybe i could have been seen as the side chick in this situation right mm -hmm. growth so i for so long it would like make my stomach drop to even like see her on my social media yes you know that feeling when you I just totally like your stomach drops and i'm like yeah. why am i letting that affect me in such mm -hmm. a personal way like I physically am feeling sick from seeing you know just someone's name on a page or yes. someone's like picture of themselves and mm -hmm. so what I would do is like it took me a while but I would go to her page more often and do that exact thing is like compliment her say wow. like oh my gosh she is doing awesome like she really is unique and has great fashion sense and like like is a free spirit too like I can honestly see why uh -huh. my ex liked her also you know, it's like he just wasn't at a point in his life where he should have been committing to anyone in general. But <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And it's uh -huh. like, I don't want anyone to think that they can have a type of control over me where I'm going to, you know, stew over over their posts or like or like run away from mm. seeing them if they're if they happen to be out and I run into them or something like that. I never want to be that kind of person. So it's that's super cool. Like, I'm, I'm very impressed because I think that. Did you think of that yourself to just start complimenting people? I mean, I'm sure I heard it on a podcast Somewhere. or within my, within, <laughs> you know, the process it, it was born. No, that is cool though. Like seriously, I really like that. I hope it really people helps do that. It helps a lot too. And it makes yeah. you just feel so much better. Yeah. Because again, it's like they're a real person and people are definitely thinking about, about us. Right. The same thing. Right. right. I, exactly. And There's, it's like, no, like, trust me, I am a good person. I'm doing my best. I care about you. I love you. You know, it's the yeah. same thing. It's like, you never know, like what you said of just the circumstance of how you said, was she the side chick or were you the side chick? Like who knows? Who knows? In, know? in situations it can be, yeah, it can be seen as mm -hmm. totally different perspectives. So yeah, I think that's really cool. I like that a lot about just, that's funny. And cause I've gone something slightly similar as far as just being happy for others success so that's something that i've tried to do is like celebrate yes. like celebrate for them because i'm the type of person um it comes from my upbringing of what i've realized like with like with my mom like being a single mom and like mm -hmm. like if she wasn't okay or like i wasn't the person like i always tried to make her feel better yeah you know and so i always try and be that person for other people 
And then like, if like from this conversation, like if I don't feel like, Oh man, I impacted Alex some way Mm -hmm. or even in relationships, like, Oh man, like I want to be your everything to make you feel this way. Like if I'm not being great or impacting or being meaningful or asking deep questions, then I think I failed. Like I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. But then that's where that mindset comes from. Long story short. But then like focusing on, celebrating people like no like it's okay like I can't do everything right you can't do everything yes and I I agree too especially it's really exciting because in indie there are so many individuals who are really making a difference and coming into Mm -hmm. their own and finding their niche and you know growing it and it's so exciting too especially just being part of like indie fitness mag in general Mm -hmm. just getting to like meet a whole bunch of different people from all sides of the city it's hard too because I want to celebrate everyone. But on, so on one yeah. hand, all of these people are doing such amazing things. Like every single day, there's a new post that someone has come out with a new ebook or a new uh, like recipe or just like any, like literally anything, yeah. like a new workout video or like just a motivational speech. I don't even know what, but like people <laughs> are seriously killing it in this city. Yeah. So I, I agree. I, I, completely Mm -hmm. support and celebrate all of the things that everyone is doing. But at the same time, it's hard for me to physically get on everyone's page who I want to talk to and like give a good comment. I try to, but it's, it's hard because I'm also busy as well, Yeah, you know? So you're kind of, it's kind of give and take, but whenever I do see the person or I'll occasionally I'll do a one-off and comment on their story or something like, just to let you know, like I am absolutely supporting you from afar. Like I know it might not look like it or, or at least, you know, reciprocating to the people who mm-hmm. say those kinds of things, like on my page and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. I completely reciprocate. I'm celebrating you back and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to get to everyone when there's so many people killing it. And I feel like I'm meeting new people on a daily basis mm-hmm. that are also doing amazing things. It's like, I really want everyone to know how much that they're killing it and whatever they're doing as well. You know, because yeah, there are so many different things you can do that are going to impact people in a positive way. Yep, I'm in full support of that. Well, let's talk about um, more specifically, like your passion and fitness. Um, more specifically, biohacking. Because a lot of people won't know what that word means. So what does biohacking right. mean? So biohacking is basically hacking your biology or hacking your <laughs> biological age, yeah. right? So I'm 25. Um, I haven't taken, you know, I don't have the means yet keyword to take these like crazy blood tests and you know go and do all this um stem cell research and all this crazy shit that people are doing these days which is awesome but basically it's how can you optimize your body in a way so that you're essentially reverse aging because so many people get Mm. to 50 and think their life is over i'm like bruh people are going to be living until they're (laughs) 120 these days like we are not even close Uh to being done when we're 50 you know Mm -hmm. i actually was just in gulf shores for a very nice relaxing family vacation and i was in the the resort gym that they had and i saw this older woman she had um like long gray hair, but her hair was like super cute braided. She had a great little workout outfit on and she was ripped. I was like, this granny is killing it right now. Yeah. So of course. So, so she got off her elliptical and came over to the weights where I was at. And I just immediately was like, you look amazing. What do you do? What is, Uh you know, like, tell me your secrets, everything I want to know. 
And she goes, and she had the sweetest little Southern accent. She was like, oh, honey, yeah. like, I, I had cancer. I had a bout of cancer five years ago, and I just told the Lord, Lord, please get me healthy, and I will do whatever it takes to get healthy again. Like, I will do anything. And she was like, so that was five years ago? And then I just started lifting weights, becoming a bodybuilder. And I was like, wow, first of all, now I am touched and have, and like have mm-hmm. a new purpose to my day now, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's just those little instances too. So, but anyways, I guess reverting back to biohacking mm-hmm. in general, it's just doing things for your body. Yes. To reverse your biological age. So that can, there are so many things you can do. Yeah. So what's, so for example, like I think one thing that's more popular in this realm is like cryotherapy and like ice baths. Yes. So what contrast is contrast therapy is so beneficial for you. So contrast is that and like the heat as mm-hmm. well. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something like we've always done that. Like humans have always jumped in cold rivers and you know, like we love hot springs or whatever, mm-hmm. but what is like the science behind it? Like, like why should I want to get cold? Like, why do I want to? Right. First of all, you should always want to do things that make you slightly uncomfortable because that's where you're going <laughs> to grow just in general. But, um, so cryotherapy is just really cool because yeah, you're not having to sit in an ice bath for like 10, 12 minutes and get super, super uncomfy <laughs> and like you can't actually work out until like about like four hours after you do an ice bath. So with cryotherapy, it's just a nitrogen vapor Mm -hmm. that's being pushed through. It's about negative 230 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, And the main benefit, you just stand in a tank full of this nitrogen vapor for about three minutes. And what it does is it lowers your body's inflammation, which is like the number one cause of chronic disease. So that's its first and main benefit. And I think that that alone is why everyone should do cryo. But not only does it lower your inflammation, it increases blood flow and circulation. You know, people are kind of sitting nowadays a lot more sedentary lifestyle. Um, It's kind of get your blood flowing a little bit more. It's going to wake you up. Um, I have we I used to work at a spot called the recovery room. Shout out to my homies. (laughs) Um, I absolutely love them so Uh much. They're doing great things up on the north side and soon to be the world. But over there, we would have people come in like on their lunch breaks because mm-hmm. it's a three minute session. And instead of, you know, going and sitting in your car, or going and getting food, which I'm sure they eat, you know, <laughs> I'm sure they still yeah. eat their lunch, mm-hmm. but they would come in and it was like their midday coffee, right? Their midday cryo. So That's cool. not only does it reduce inflammation and increase circulation, but it helps with the production of collagen as well in your body, which is like the lubricant of the joints. It's not just, you know, the Botox collagen or anything Mm -hmm. like that it's actually helping with arthritis and sticky joints and we have we would have kids come in who had like Seavers disease and like the growth um growth plate diseases and things like that too so there are just so many endless benefits to cryotherapy not only by immersing your full body through it but if you choose also to do it you can do a spot treatment version because I do have you know the scaredy cats who don't want to go into the full body tank which is totally fine but there's spot treatment version of it which is the same nitrogen vapor just coming out of a little nozzle instead of immersing yourself in it. And that's an hour's worth of icing in like three to five minutes. So why? Like, how is it? Be- and because I've done both, like an ice bath is much more just like uncomfortable and painful. Right. So, so why is it? Because it's a wet cold. Just because it's a wet cold. Okay, so with okay. a nitrogen cold, it's just a vapor that's being pushed out. Um, and because it's only three minutes, but you're able to get it to such a lower temperature. So that in itself gets your body's internal temperature lower as well too. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. 
And probably people do ice mask because it's cheaper. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely cheaper. We do have some good deals, though, over at Recovery Room. Just saying. Slight plug. <laughs> Slight plug. And then <laughs> with fasting, we also talked about that, too. Yep. Because that's people know have heard of intermittent fasting. Correct. Like, why? People definitely think, like, it's a fad. Why is it not a fad? I don't think it's a fad because, first of all, it's an ancient and spiritual practice. You know, Mm. religions practice fasting and everything like that. Of course, things get, things become trendy and then get talked about on podcasts and, you know, posted about and everything. But, I mean, I don't think there's the hurt in more people hearing about it, you know, and, and experimenting with it themselves because there's a bunch of different ways you can fast that could be good for you. And the, the whole point of fasting in general is just letting your body catch up to itself, right? Mm. These days, we have constant food everywhere we turn when we don't need to. We People will wake up and eat breakfast when they haven't done anything through the night, right? So they'll wake up and just think that they need a big breakfast and then they'll go to work and be greeted by coffee and donuts and like think like, (laughs) oh, okay, I'll have some of that. And then they'll take their lunch break and then they'll have an afternoon snack and then dinner. And then after dinner's that like it's crazy (laughs) how much food we're like truly, truly, truly loading our bodies with. Um and I just think it's such a good way for us to catch back up, not only our digestive system, you know, to get everything that's built up out and you know circulated through our body and actually emptied out to where like it's okay to kind of feel hungry sometimes (laughs) I think people are so afraid of feeling hungry or they're like afraid where their next meal is gonna come from just because we've been trained nowadays to constantly want food and go out and like socialize around food and just make it such a big part of our life it's important to give your body a rest so that not only can it focus on digesting what's already there but it can focus on healing your body in other ways because when your body isn't so focused on its digestion and its constant food that's coming in it does focus its energy to healing itself so if you're ever wondering why like if your pets are sick if your dog is sick and it's refusing its food that's because animals when they get sick their their first natural instinct is to not eat anything Mm. and then they get healthy again and then they get an appetite again and can begin you know eating normally that's interesting So how long, so I know you do intermittent fasting. Do you like pick a day to do like? So I'll look through my weekly schedule and whatever is going on that week. Sometimes I honestly book myself with too many workouts throughout the week sometimes, Mm -hmm. but I've learned that, okay, I usually do my fasting as a 24 hour fast, like a, um, like a lunch to lunch fast essentially. So I know that like it's not going to be the end of the world if I work out while I'm fasting, you know, and I've actually found I still have just the same amount of energy because I'm still chugging water throughout the day and everything. And, and and you can do things as well, like fasting mimicking diets where you can have up to like three, five hundred calories. Um, they're they're pretty particular calories like veggies and yep. things like that. But you can still kind of mimic a fasting routine like that. Um. So I just kind of go weekly and then decide what day is going to be best. And then I write it down like fasting day. So I don't forget. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. I think again, it just goes back to like, we don't want to be uncomfortable and right. like, and because like, you know, not even a hundred years ago, like during the depression, almost a hundred years ago, like we were literally like starving, you know, like people were like, we were worrying about what food to put on the table. Right. We obviously don't 
most of us, you know, if you're listening to this, the privileged population, like we don't have that worry about like Mm -hmm. what food to put on Mm -hmm. because back in the day, right? Like if we're talking our ancestors, like hundred thousand or whatever years ago, they didn't eat every second of the day because they couldn't. Right. You know, they didn't have little granola bars. They could just go and unwrap. (laughs) They have, would have to literally go Uh, and uh, kill their food or, you know, obviously they had like their gardens and so they could, they could (laughs) reap, uh, some, some fresh cucumbers (laughs) or, uh, you know, some tomatoes, but exactly. Yeah. You actually had to say, am I hungry enough to go out and earn and get my food? Yeah. And that's another thing as well as it just makes you eat so much more intuitively, like thinking to yourself, am I actually hungry? So throughout like the 24 hour fast that I would do, once you kind of get past the automatic, like the automated response of literally opening the fridge and reaching for things uh, all the time and just being around food, it's it's like wow, cool. I have I don't even have to worry about what I'm eating today because I'm not. I can focus on drinking a ton of water, you know, getting the toxins out of my body, and focus on my work or focus on what I want to be doing because it really does help you to not have a ton of food in your stomach because depending on what you're eating, that can give you a brain fog that can Mm. give you, you know, like even more cravings. If you're eating a lot of sugar or if you're having caffeine, it could crash you. So it's kind of just taking away more distractions from like the things that you're actually trying to work on as well. Mm -hmm. That's cool. What's one, what's one thing that you wish people could do? Like, you know, say like, of course, if everyone's like genuinely healthy, right? Like if someone is obviously has, a nutrient like deficiency mm-hmm. like or fasting or like, right that's true mm-hmm. you know, if like, you have yeah like a um a disease or something where you do have to take a medicine with a food specifically then yeah. of course but what like generally speaking what's something that you think everyone should do or should try in general yep in general everyone should try hmm i challenge everyone to try waking up a little bit earlier 30 minutes earlier Mm. Wake up 30 minutes earlier and actually get up. Don't press news. Don't set eight eight different alarms for <laughs> yeah. one. That was something that once I changed that in my life, it was like a game changer. Um, I, I do wish that more people could go to bed earlier as well. But, you know, it's give and take. So I'm going <laughs> to yeah. choose the morning, <laughs> hoping that you don't watch that extra episode of stranger things at night (laughs) so that you can wake up those 30 minutes earlier. Um, just because in the morning too, it's so much more quiet, especially in that typical wake up time of anywhere from, yeah, five 30 to six 30 or five to seven, whenever people are waking up, like you are going to just be coming into such a more calm environment. And if you wake up more calmly with more time to allow yourself, then you can have, more like I said more time to maybe read like a chapter of a book or or just put on a podcast while you're getting ready because you don't have to rush as much you know Mm -hmm. you can try and feed yourself early before feeding everyone else right like that's the most important part is like getting right with yourself and then tackling your day yeah for real though it's like you mentioned the early part of the day it really is my favorite part. It is. It's so quiet. Every day. Yeah, it's so quiet. Although I also have night owl friends who, and that's one thing too, is kind mm-hmm. of like cater it to your preference also. If you have never been a morning person ever in your life <laughs> and you just don't believe, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But but in the late hours of like 1 a.m. and 2 a.m., you like get things done and you're very inspired and creative, then by all means, like run with that, you know? But there is still something to be said for starting your day yes. for yourself. 
Because, yeah, exactly what you said. You're not in a hurry. Right. Like, I remember I used to wake up, like, at 8 and then, like, yeah. hurrying to work by 9. Right. Like, you're rushed and then you're more susceptible. And you get to work and you're like, <sighs> and then you have all these things coming in emails. Exactly. And then, exactly. You're susceptible to other people's will and the distraction of the world instead of setting your intention of, like, this is how I'm going to be today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so what are you, what's a new challenge you're taking on right now? Cause I know you said you love to challenge yourself. Me too. And be right, uncomfortable. Yes. What's something you're doing currently that's new? So recently actually, um, which is just a small thing, but mm-hmm. it's the tiny things that build up to the bigger things, of yes. course, as we know. So lately I have been working out without music. Oh, I like this. Which, you know, seems like might just seem like, okay, whatever. Like that's not even a big deal. But for me in the past, and I was talking to one of my other friends about this lately before I went on my trip to um, my family vacation mm-hmm. and we just like had gotten breakfast and we're talking about how I was training for the monumental half marathon coming up and how I've been hearing recently. I think it was through yet again, you know, a podcast, you know, the different, <laughs> the different channels yeah. I like to uh, feed myself through. So I was just listening about how um, I'm sure it was Ben Greenfield because I'm absolutely mm. obsessed with him. He's like the longevity king, biohacking yeah. king. That's where I like get all my nuggets of wisdom um, and just all the people he interviews are super, super interesting. So I highly recommend. But I was listening to him and I, I'm pretty sure it was him and he was talking about um, not listening to, to music or because he likes to tune into his body more um, when he's working mm-hmm. out, you know, feel the movements more and everything. And I was like, right like it, it's it, it now has has dawned on mm-hmm. me that that seems obvious you know like I do love working out because I love the way it makes me feel but especially when I'm by myself in in the gym because most of the time I do like to do class-based workouts and things you mm-hmm. know sense of community sense of accountability but whenever I go to the gym by myself I like always have to have my headphones and like you know airpods perfect playlist got it gotta have it down before I even like go into the gym <laughs> yeah. and I was like why am I putting this kind of like necessity on myself that like really isn't a necessity. Like I was like putting so much focus on it that especially when it comes to just going out and running, like I do genuinely enjoy just going on a nice long run. But lately I was always thinking, or like, like let's say like my playlist wasn't updated. Like it it was, it's this trivial Mm -hmm. of a situation my like playlist wouldn't be updated. And so I'd be like, eh, I don't really have anything like good to listen to. That's going to like keep me upbeat while I'm running. Like meh, I'll just run later or I'll fix my playlist later or whatever. And so I just like wouldn't run, which I would still obviously do a workout or whatever, but I do mm-hmm. genuinely like running. So my challenge to myself was to not listen to any music while I worked out like in Gulf Shores. So I was down there and I ended up actually running every single day just in the morning at like seven or eight. It was like part of my routine I did down there. I would get up, run without headphones or anything. And I would run anywhere from like four to six miles. And I like had a revelation. (laughs) I swear. I was like, granted my pace wasn't as fast or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I was just getting so much more in tune to myself and to my surroundings. It was like addicting. It felt so good because I would, you know, think about my intentions for the day think about or I would reflect on the day before just like Mm -hmm. reflect about reflect on my journey in general um start like prioritizing the things that when I got back home I wanted to focus on a little bit more of and just actually be intentional during my run instead of tuning out the world and just Mm -hmm. you know 
hitting my pace <laughs> and just yeah. going on a run. It's like, okay, cool. I was able to make it more intentional. So now that is kind of what I'm still trying to challenge myself to continue doing. Um, and I really, really like it so far. Yeah, that's cool. And I think, cause I remember, I don't know how many years ago, like I couldn't walk in the gym without earbuds in. And then I remember when people told me even they were like listening to a book or podcast while running. Right. I was like, how can you run? Like, don't you trip? Like listening to the words or something. Right. But then somehow, I don't know, I just stopped wearing them in the gym and, or then I switched to podcast and it's crazy. Just like you can do it. Like, it's just weird. Like you think it's just, again, like being reliant on something. Mm -hmm. I think there are, there is benefits like loud music and obviously getting you pumped up right? and like getting mm -hmm. that energy there's, but there's benefits to both. Exactly. I, I agree. Mm -hmm. And I think when you start to wear your headphones is more of like a security blanket instead of like a yeah. legitimate, like, or even like talking to I someone. I want to get pumped up. Totally. You know? mm -hmm. And then it's kind of like, okay, maybe you're starting to trickle into this space that you might not want to get into you know like why do you think you need to have headphones to walk around the gym and be confident like you don't mm. I like that why don't you okay why don't you need headphones to walk around confident in the gym one because you should only be focusing on yourself of course but you know it is hard mm. you got a lot of people depending on the time of day after work I heard like the the gym is popping it so is. you're gonna see people uh -huh. you know you know what I mean and and it can be a little bit intimidating of course especially if you're not you know a uh, a workout warrior in the gym you know you're just kind of going in to get your 30 minutes of exercise in regardless of what that is but it's more about just tuning in you know you can still tune out the uh, world without your headphones on you just tune into your body and into the movements that I you're like doing that. and the strength that you're building i like that no because we think about like let's tune out the world right but how about we tune in yeah, I really like more. that. Mm -hmm. And I had I interviewed a yoga instructor and she said yoga has taught her it was much more than a workout it was a work in. Whoa, so true. Yes. Right. Oh and my gosh. That's like yeah. kind of like that same concept. Mm -hmm. I really, really like that. Okay, Alex, I have a segment in my show that's called Scroll My Soul. Scroll My Soul. Yes. And what that means is like you from podcast books, conversations, ideas, I keep a running list of things in my phone. Just anytime I'm inspired, I write down the quote or the thought, whatever inspires me. And then I have a running list and then I randomly scroll through and I stop. Mm -hmm. um, but I was reading this morning and this thought came to me. I was like, oh, let's ask her this. So I'm technically not scrolling, but we yeah. are, cause, but here's the thought. So I read out the thought and then I ask how, like, what does it make you think of? Is it a time in your life? Is it just your opinion on it? Just what thoughts come up? Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. So the thought is, it is not the man or woman who has too little that is poor. It is the one who hankers after more. So it's not the man or woman who has too little that is poor. It's the one who hankers after more. Right. Like just be, <laughs> happy, just be happy with what you have while you have it. Because why are you hankering for more if you're... Or how can you enjoy what you have if you're too focused on what you want, right? And you mm. can you can have goals, of course. That's ideal. Um, you can have goals and have wants, uh, you know, future plans and things like that. But, like, if you're not enjoying your, the present moment, then you don't have anything, really. Mm. I like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously it is self-explanatory. But it is, like, it's just so true. 
like appreciate because like what you said like if you don't appreciate now how are you going to appreciate then or right and then even once you get what you want by that point since you're in this mindset of wanting more constantly you're you're going to so you're going to be excited at first, right? But then you're going to just be, okay, well, now I want this. Yes. You're always going to be chasing that next want instead of appreciating what you have while you're here in this mm-hmm. exact day. Because like I said, you might not even get to the place of the next thing that you want. Yes. So enjoy the things that you have now and the people you have now and curate that within yourself and your community because every day you can work on the things that will make you a better person or, mm-hmm. you know, more helpful to others or more help or will help you ask for help more often or, or something like that too. So don't, you know, rush through your life and try to get to a, cause mm-hmm. although sometimes I will admit, like I sometimes go to bed <laughs> and have a hard time going to sleep because I genuinely am so excited about the next day. I'm like excited about my workout. I had That's planned for my class problem, or like, <laughs> right. And yeah. so it's like, it's nice too, but it's because I've developed like these processes and I've gone through these things and I have put myself out there in a way to where like, okay, I'm doing the things I want to be doing at this time in my life right now. So it is making me excited for the next day. Right. So it's just like about curating those like tiny moments for yourself. That's going to make you excited for the Mm -hmm. next day, you know? And then once you get there too, taking that time for yourself in the morning to appreciate that you made it to the day in general Mm -hmm. and then being able to attack it. That's awesome. And like, seriously, that's such a great problem that like, if you're so excited about the next day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I love life. <laughs> yeah, I love life. Yeah. That's like an awesome, seriously, that's an awesome problem. And I can already tell from the short time I've known you and the people that I've interviewed here have only great things to say about you and your energy, Aww. which has only been true. Thank you. That it's just like, it's just, you know, it's magnetic and you can tell like you're just genuine. Like it's not like a fake energy. Like it's real. Like it's you. Yeah. Sometimes it can come off as a little intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, like seriously, I love that you love life. Thank you. Like, right? Like we freaking mm-hmm. should. Like, let's right. go. So is there anything that I didn't ask about or anything like on your heart, whether, you know, it's going back to the beginning about like hardships or, you know, biohacking. Is there anything like in your heart or mind that you want to share? So something that I think is important, um, I do just love the spirit of fun and having a good time with whatever I'm doing, whether that is Mm -hmm. like how I move my body or what I do with my friends or what I am like listening to. And so I just would tell your listeners or anyone who is out there, or even you in general, to just never abandon the spirit of play. I like that. That's funny. I've never had someone direct it to me. I appreciate that actually. Right. Cause we can get so, <laughs> we can get so concerned with all of our, you know, duties and our tasks. And like, yeah. if you get behind on something or if you don't complete something one day, just never abandon the spirit of play. Say, you know what? I need to leave this right here because I'm not in a good headspace about it. Yeah. So I'm going to go on a walk or I'm going to go play with my dog or I'm going to go literally just like skip around in the grass barefoot <laughs> because grounding also. But yep. it's just, knowing that this that you don't mm-hmm. need to be so serious in this life right mm-hmm. and so just i love that. making more moments to play yeah that's cool that's funny that you yeah i seriously like i really enjoy that you directed it to me because that's <laughs> like even though like i love every day that's still something like i have a note in the future for myself to do like a fun challenge for a weekly challenge just because it's like been like you're encouraging everyone to like level up grow push yourself like right let's have some fun or let's have some rest you know so i appreciate totally. that. totally 
Right, there you go. Okay, well, Alex, thank you. This was awesome. Thank you for having me. And now we're off to yoga. Yes, now we're off to hot yoga. <laughs> I can't wait. Sweating it out. Yes, okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Adios. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. I hope you loved that conversation as much as I did. And if you did, make sure you go follow Alex on Instagram at Alex McKinley. She's got that handle locked down. So go follow her and please leave a review on iTunes if you enjoyed it. Like for real, take a screenshot, send it to me. And I don't know, I'll, I'll send you a, a Christmas ham. I don't know. <laughs> I just really appreciate it if you would go leave a review. Um, it means the world. So thank you very much. And this week's challenge is inspired by our friends at Blender Bombs. So your challenge this week is to eat a smoothie a day. Like how dope is this challenge? I, I just love smoothies, so maybe I'm just a little bit giddy about it. But what a great challenge. Like I was born for this. So if you aren't down for smoothies, eat one additional fruit or veggie a day. So our challenge is straight up eat a smoothie a day or just add an additional fruit or veggie to your diet. Um, Blender Bombs is super dope. They're nutrient-dense, nutrient-packed um, superfood balls that you put into your smoothie or you can just eat plain. And I love them. And it's for, like, I usually get hungry after eating a smoothie. But if I put one of these in my smoothie, it, it fills me up for the day. Not for the entire day, but for that morning um, until lunch, which is dope. And we're going to give a, we're doing a giveaway this week. So we're giving one free box of Blender Bombs. Um, that's usually 25 bucks, I think. So one free box of Blender Bombs to anyone that tags at Blender Bombs and at Golink Group in their stories featuring their smoothie or smoothie bowl. So all you got to do, the more you do, the you know more entries, I don't care, make a smoothie every day, make two smoothies every day, tag us, and you can win one of these bomb-ass repla- meal replacements. So make a smoothie. Tag Blender Bombs, tag me, tag Golink Group, and you could win these nutrient-dense bombs. So that's it. I appreciate y'all so much. Please stay in tune. Follow me at Golink Group. I love to hear about how you're leveling up, what questions, what challenges you have. We have an awesome community. We really do. You guys ask so many questions. You inspire me. I'm learning from you, just, just as I hope you're learning from me. So if it's anyone, it's you. If it's any time, it's now. Freaking kill it this week. Be true to you. I love you. Have an amazing week.